This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray and look to God and then get into what God has in store for us today. God's word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that, thank you that we could come together and can sit in your presence and listen to your word. Lord, we desire to, to progress. We desire to grow. We desire to be transformed. We desire to learn. We desire to know more of your love, even as we heard today. The knowledge of your love, the dimensions of your love, the awareness of your love. And your goodness towards us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that even as you're going to sit in your presence, you're going to increase our knowledge. You're going to enhance our perspective. You're going to cause us to see things that we've not seen. You're going to clear our vision this morning. You're going to give us strategies from heaven. Ideas from heaven. Lessons from heaven. Instruction from the mouth of God, we're going to receive it today. That we can live accordingly, we can change our ways, we can mend our path. Thank you, Lord. Bless your people. Thank you for your presence. Bless your people with your word, with your voice. Take over. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read that passage that we. Uh, read because this is the year of rejoicing and let's read that that scripture Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 8 ah revelation kids have learned it 4 to 7 okay revelation kids Leanne let's go you tell me as much as you know if you know the entire thing you can say that rejoice in the Lord yeah Christ Jesus okay wow praise God Okay, I'm going to read the rest of it. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Hallelujah. Now we are learning from God's word how to counter anxiety, how to overcome anxiety. And worry. And you know, we've learned that one remedy for anxiety, one sure remedy for anxiety is prayer. The Bible instructs us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, through prayer. So through prayer, you overcome anxiety. Amen. And the Holy Spirit has been prompting us in the past few weeks as a church not to neglect spiritual gifts. And how, uh, how it is connected to what we've been, what we've been considering about Prayer and, you know, intimacy of the Holy Spirit and His knowledge concerning our lives. Amen. And uh, last few weeks, we were considering the advantage of praying in tongues. And I, I gave you a, a challenge. I, I, I exhorted you. I urged you to go back and try this out. I hope you're trying this out. Not just trying it out, but, you know, really putting your heart into this and, uh, you know, giving some diligence and discipline. 
endure praying in tongues. I didn't hear any amen for that. Amen. amen. And I'm so encouraged by, I've heard multiple testimonies through this week of how this teaching has stirred up so many people. I've been hearing it for the past couple of weeks now. How this teaching has been stirring up people. And to pursue this more uh, earnestly. I even have received uh, a specific request to make this teaching more elaborate. People have been asking me doubts you know, concerning specific doubts concerning the gift of tongues. And even received testimonies of people receiving the gift of tongues. And that's the amazing part. You know, and they, they started to speak in tongues. And you know, something that the Lord has been putting in their heart to, to really uh, pursue and to, to, eat, to show earnest desire. And that's when this teaching, we just start this teaching. And it is exciting to know that a timely word has come from the Holy Spirit. A timely word. I believe the Lord is setting us up for something. If you can pay attention and respond to this, now he is setting us up for something. And, and I, I pray that you all would respond to this. Amen. That you would respond to this right. Hallelujah. And to take more effort. There's so much of so much of benefits. If you can pursue this diligently. Praying in tongues. Amen. And if any of you have missed this teaching in the previous weeks, I encourage you to go to our, our channel, YouTube channel, and uh, you know, catch up with the past few weeks' sermons that you would definitely benefit from. Let's continue to look at that passage that we looked into last week. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. But as it is written, I has not seen... No ear heard, no have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Amen. We looked at what these things are. If you notice that this passage, uh, the one, one key word highlighted in this passage is things. Now we looked at these, what, this, what these things are. Referring to the things of God. Say things of God. The deep things of God. The things made in heaven. Amen. We're talking about the things made in heaven. And now in the, the depths of God. And here we read, The Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. And I told you that everything that you need in life, everything that you need in life, you will find in the depths of God. Now today, you know, another perspective that the same uh, revelation, another perspective when Binoy was ministering, you heard that the more you consider, the more you consider, you understand the love of God. And you understand it's a deep love. You understand it's a wide love. Everything that you need is contained in the love of God. Everything that you need in life is contained in the, in the love of God. 
So in this scripture, we are talking about the depths of God. His love for you is a deep love. He loves you with a deep love. And all that you need in this life is found in the depths of God. And when you pray in tongues, the Spirit of God will search the depths of God. Listen to this. The Spirit of God will search the depths of God. Who, <coughs> who knows the depths of God? The Spirit of God. No one knows the depths of God except the Spirit of God. So now when you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit will search the depths of His being, the depths of God, and will find for you that which you need. I hope you can understand this. When you pray in tongues, the Spirit of God will search the depths of God and find for you the thing that you need. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, the Spirit searches all things. Say all things. Everything that you need. And I want you to think about some things in your mind. Not just material things, but in all kinds of things. All those things, where is it found? In the depths of God. And who will find it out for you? The Spirit of God. How? When you pray in tongues. Now we don't know what to pray. We don't know how to search for something. We don't know where it is. When we are praying in the understanding. But when you pray in tongues, we are praying with the conviction that that which, what, whatever we are praying for, we don't know what we are praying also, but that which thing that we are praying for is found in the depths of God and in the prose of your prayer, the Spirit is searching it out for you. The Holy Spirit helps you in your weakness. You don't know what to pray. In your weakness, you don't know what to pray. You're troubled, you don't know what to pray. You're pressed, you're, you don't know what to pray. You're anxious, you're worried, you don't know what to pray. You're feeling tired, you don't know what to pray. Who will help you? The Holy Spirit will help you. To utter the words of the Spirit. And as you utter the words of the Spirit, you know what's happening? The Spirit is searching the depths of God. Scanning the depths of God. And finding the match for your prayer. Whatever you prayed for in, the tongue, in tongues, the Spirit finds it out and brings it for you from the depths of God. And this is, a, this is a spiritual activity and you must not underestimate this process. It's a spiritual process with great significance. Praying, praying in tongues is a spiritual process with such a great significance. It holds benefits. It holds advantage for you. Blessings for you. You might wonder why would God hide those things in his depths? Now why would God hide things? The things that you need in life. Why would God hide those things in his depths? Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 2. It's the nature of God. And we'll see it now. It's the nature of God to hide things. It is the glory of God. Say glory of God. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter. But the glory of kings is to search out a matter. You're kings and priests. You're a royal priesthood. Amen. In the kingdom of God, you're a royal priesthood. It's your glory to search out a matter which God has concealed within his depths. Amen. Hallelujah. The gift of tongues is a gift you cannot do without. You cannot do without this gift. You cannot do without this gift. You need this gift. This is an essential gift. Say essential gift. You, know, you, you have to come to terms with this. Gift of tongues is an essential gift. 
it is an essential gift now we classify commodities as essential commodities non essential essential commodities this gift is an essential gift why because a person who speaks in tongues edifies himself say edifies himself he edifies himself you know what mean by edify i told you last week it means to say repair he repairs himself is repairing fixing the broken parts is repairing is building it up is causing his inner man to be strengthened that's what you must understand about the gift of tongues the prayer in, when you pray in tongues when you speak in tongues your your inner man is being strengthened is being repaired is being edified is being illuminated say illuminated do you need edification do you need repair do you need building up and if you said yes to these questions then how can you not use the gift of tongues think about it we all need edification i need edification i need repair i need fixing up i need building up of my inner man if i need all these things and the bible says the gift of tongues is for your personal edification and knowing that i need edification how can i not use the gift of tongues or how can i not pursue the gift of tongues and i want you to understand god will not withhold see young see you are young but don't think that you will have to wait till you are 35 years old to 35 years of age to have the gift of tongues you can have the gift of tongues now you know i know children who are 4 years 5 years who speak in tongues i i mean they speak in tongues lavishly speaking tongues in scripture by the way that i will pour out my spirit on all flesh your children talks about your children so don't don't think that you know you have to first uh, reach your puberty and then you have to okay now let's make it spiritual you have to get baptized in water and then you have to you know start serving in the church then you have to go to bible college and then you have to attend so many bible studies and you know pray for do 30 or like like 10 sessions of fasting prayers finally you can start praying in tongues no that's not how it is that's not how it is now we've made it like that we made it, we we are making it look like that and it's very sad that the church has made the gift of tongues to look like some rare some far some complicated it's sad it's it's not it's not scripture it's not the word of god the word of god speaks about the gift of tongues with such clarity it gives such clarity the more you consider the, the 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 word of god concerning this gift and the uses of this gift and the benefits of this gift and what it can do to you now it is amazing how the enemy has tried to corrupt your understanding with confusion and god will not withhold say god will not no good thing will he withhold say no good thing will he withhold gift of tongues is a good thing you tell me i want to know the answer is gift of tongues a good thing yes. the bible says no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly now you give me a reason why god would god would withhold the gift of tongues from a believer 
he cannot no he will not breach his word he will not stand against his word you will never see god doing something against contrary to his word he will never do that that makes god a liar the bible says god is not a liar god is not a man that he should lie and if god is not a liar when he when the word says that no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly it is also talking about the gift of tongues when the bible says that delight yourself in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart and if you have the desire to speak in tongues god cannot do anything about it now because his word is his, his written plan he will not change his word and the, the bible says desire earnestly and look at that he is the bible says desire earnestly spiritual gifts and the bible says do not forbid to speak in tongues hallelujah praise god in praying in tongues you know you know in 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 the book of psalm you have the scripture which talks about you know the the deep calls out to deep talking about the depths of man the depths of the spirit of man calling out the depths of the spirit of god and here praying in tongues you must understand is that experience where your deep calls out to the de- to the depths of god is a deep to deep communication encrypted and you get excited when the world says encrypted and co- encoded and all that stuff and here we have for real spiritually encrypted from your depths to the depths of god bypassing all other interference and all kinds of hacking or whatever it is it's from your depths to the depths of god you got reason to be excited about the gift of tongues tell me what happens when you call into the depths of god what does the bible say jeremiah 33 and verse 3 call unto me and i will answer you and i will show you great say great great and mighty things which you do not know so when you call unto god that's what happens when your when your deep calls out to the depths of god he will show you great and mighty things which you do not know amen if you want to see purpose in your pursuits speak in tongues you want to enhance the purpose of your pursuits speak in tongues now some of you are like we don't know what we are doing we don't know you know what's the next thing to do in life we have no clue what's going on i'll tell you to make your life purposeful speak in tongues god will reveal he will reveal now some of you are groping in the dark because you're not using this gift and i say you the use of this gift will replace the things of man from your agenda with the things of god no i think it's a cool thing now i have a lot of things that are manly agenda man made agenda man made agenda earthly agenda and it is it's a really cool thing that when i pray in tongues the man made agenda the things of man 
will be replaced with the things of God, with the agenda of God, with the purpose of God, with the desires of God, with the vision of God, with the perspective of God. That's what praying in tongues will do to you. It saves time. It saves fuel. It makes you more efficient in life. It saves your resources. Saves you a lot of heartache. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit wants you to know the things that have been freely given to you by God. That's what that scripture says. He wants you to know the, the things which, that you know, that you might know the things which has been freely given to you by God. That's what the Spirit will help you. The Holy Spirit will help you to know the things which are freely given to you. Now why? Why would you do that? So that you can live a life without worry and anxiety. It's like, you know, if you, if you go to a place and there's a, there's a bill to pay and the bill comes and when you know that the bill was taken care of, how would you feel? You know it's going to be a big bill, a huge bill. And, the, and if you don't know that the bill is taken care of, your heart is full of anxiety and worry about it. But the moment you know that it has been given to you freely, it sets you free from your anxiety. And God wants to set you free from all kinds of anxiety and fill you with the knowledge of His love. As we heard today, fill you with the knowledge of His love. Because His love guarantees everything that you need in life. Now, if I, being an earthly father, knows how to give good gifts to my children. Hello, are you here? I, being an earthly father, a wicked man. The inherent nature of man is wickedness. I, being an earthly father, know how to give good gifts to my children. How much more the heavenly father will give the Holy Spirit. He'll give the Holy Spirit and all of the fullness of the Holy Spirit without measure. Do you think that God will do that for you? And don't, don't, never put God in the, in the bad light. Now when you say that no, not everyone will have the gift of tongues, you're putting God in the bad light because that is not the God that we serve. God will withhold this gift from some people. Only few people can get this. That's not the plan of God. The Bible does not say it like that. Now you've read it wrong. When the Bible asks, do everyone speak in tongues? It's not talking about that's, a God, that's God's plan. That no, they don't. It's not God's plan. It's only making an observation. The Bible is not saying not everyone should speak in tongues. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's very important for you to understand. Because the, the same Bible which talks about that, that verse, the same Bible talks about you desiring gifts and pursuing it and earnestly pursuing it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let's read from verse 12. 
now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god so that we may know the things freely say freely it's very important there are things freely given to us by god oh if i can i'll explain this so that we may know the things freely given to us by god which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom in those taught by the spirit combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words you know if you go to a a bible commentary or a you know one of those bible theological textbooks on this passage you will find uh, a lot of different interpretations about this one line they don't know how to place it because without bring the perspective of the of the gift of tongues you cannot really explain this which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom but in those taught by the spirit combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words i have heard people say the bible does not talk much about the gift of tongues only few verses about the gift of tongues no the bible talks about the gift of tongues but a natural man does not accept the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised hallelujah let's look look at that verse which things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom which things are uh, like which things are paul talking about here which things tell me which things we considered the things last week right yeah the the deep things of god that's right the things of god the deep things of god the things freely given to us by god paul is talking about that and he's saying which things we also speak eh how can he speak not in words taught by human wisdom but in those taught by the spirit okay let me give you a perspective here i'm going to read from nlt we do not use words that come up from human human wisdom we do not use words that come up from human wisdom instead we speak words given to us by the spirit using the spirit's words using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truth to shed light on spiritual realities that's what it means listen to this why does this happen the things of god evading a christian why does that happen why does a christian miss out on the things that god has for him sorry he doesn't know that's right he doesn't know ah huh? he doesn't seek because of which he doesn't know so what happens he relies on us earthly wisdom that's the reason that's the only reason the things of god evading a christian or a, or a christian missing out on the things of god is because he doesn't know and he because he doesn't seek he doesn't know and because he doesn't know what it what does he do he relies on earthly wisdom 
and his decisions are based on earthly thoughts even his prayers are inspired by human wisdom prayers inspired by human understanding and i've heard people say stupid things like this i prayed a lot about this matter and i i feel a peace about it and i've been in that place where i also have said this the statement as a christian to justify what i'm doing i prayed a lot about it and i feel a peace about it the next thing that you know that was the greatest blunder that you ever done in life do you know where a christian waste so much of his time this will come as a revelation to you do you know where a christian waste so much of his time tell you in prayer in prayer some of you are like what is he saying this heresy pastor is going nuts something is wrong where is the door by praying the wrong prayers you are simply wasting time by praying the wrong prayers you are wasting your time you are wasting the time of the angels you are wasting the time of your pastor you are wasting the time of your friends you're wasting the time of your mentors because you're praying the wrong prayers your prayers are based on completely based on earthly understanding human understanding why you don't know what to pray you don't know what to pray so you rely on your human wisdom to pray if you don't know what to pray you must rely on the holy spirit to pray but when you don't know what to pray and you rely on the human wisdom to pray you're making a big blunder you're wasting time praying the wrong prayers huh that's right the bible talks about the effective fervent prayer so prayers can be effective and non effective only the effective fervent prayer of the righteous can avail much the non effective whatever prayer will not affect anything will not avail anything for you that's right you will not be heard for your many words who does that the, the gentiles the gentiles try that out the gentiles they think that they will be heard for their many words vain repetition long winded prayers they think they'll be they'll be heard for making long long prayers no that's not how a god works god has a, a a set pattern he's got an established set of rules when it comes to prayer he will only answer the prayers which are done in faith one according to the will of god two oh lord please reveal whether she is the one for me for all you know that this see that you've been praying about fasting about for so many months does not even know the lord you're wasting your time in prayer asking the lord to give you guidance concerning something which god has already given guidance about do not be yoked together with an unbeliever you're praying lord is she the one then you go come to come to the pastor and say i feel a peace about it 
I've prayed about it for long and I feel a, pray, a peace about it. You prayed for that matter for, let's say, three months and you feel a peace about it. What nonsense is that? You're wasting, you've wasted three months of your life praying. Now what the Bible says, anything that is done outside of faith is a sin. In praying you have committed sin because your prayer was not a prayer of faith. Oh Lord, please, if it is your will, heal me from the sickness. Stupid. You still haven't figured that out or what? If it is your will, heal me from the sickness. Absolutely. Wrong understanding. Wrong perspective. Not knowing the scriptures or the power of, the, or power of God's word. Invalidating the word of God. By human traditions. That's what it is. Now still figuring out whether it is God's will to heal you. You're wasting time. You're wasting time. You're wasting time. And we'll quote that example and this example. Oh, he prayed. This person was such a great Christian and he was serving the Lord and this and that. And he had this disease and he died. So that means God will not always heal. Who said? What does the Bible say that? What does the Bible say? Hallelujah. He heals all. He heals all our sicknesses. He's born at all. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Lord, please give me a promotion in my job. You're praying, praying, praying. You know what is happening? Without promotion, you're not attending church. You're too busy. And you're praying for promotion. You, know, you don't have time to seek first the kingdom of God or His righteousness. But you're praying for promotion. You're missing Sundays. You're missing Bible study. You're missing fellowship. You're missing that. And you're asking for promotion. You're, you're, you're praying for prosperity. God is not going to do that. You're wasting time. Say wasting time. Don't waste time in prayer. The biggest wastage of your life is wasting time in prayer. The biggest wastage, the biggest blunder a Christian can do is pray the wrong prayers and waste time in your prayer room. That is not God's plan for you. Wake up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus said about this, about the Gentiles, that they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. The Holy Spirit wants to correct you. You will not be heard for your many words. Listen, listen. You will not be heard for your many words. You will not be heard for your lengthy prayers. You will not be heard for prayers with, which are rich in vocabulary. You will not be heard for eloquent prayers. No, you will not be. God is not fa fascinated by your eloquence or eloquence. He's not fascinated by your, your rich vocabulary. Absolutely. 
That's what you must understand. That's what I said. You must take advantage of the knowledge of, of God concerning your life. He knows what you need even before you ask. Even before a word is on your tongue, He knows it all. So why, why should we pray? So prayer is not really about, if you understand that, you, you'll realize that prayer is not really about asking and receiving. Prayer is not really about asking and receiving. That's what we thought. All these years we thought it's about asking and receiving. Yes, one of the aspects of prayer is asking and receiving. But the core of prayer is not asking and receiving. It's the bonus in prayer. Because your Heavenly Father knows your needs even before you ask. And what is prayer about? You think Jesus spent all those nights in prayer so he can receive something from the Father? That comes next. What, what exactly is prayer? What happens when you pray? What happens when you sit with God? It's a place of communion. It's the place of exchanging. It's the place of becoming one with God. The dynamics of prayer will affect the person that you are. That's right. It's the glory of kings to search out a matter. You know, when you are in prayer, it's the, it's the time of when God's glory and your glory comes together. The glory of God to conceal a matter. But your glory is to reveal it. To bring it to light. Hallelujah. We have to change our understanding of prayer. The reason why we don't always pray is because sometimes we don't feel the need of prayer. Because we think prayer is something that we do to receive from God. In prayer, your inner man is being strengthened. Especially when you pray in tongues. Especially when you pray in tongues. It affects the person that you are on the inside. It edifies you. It builds you up. That's why you pray. Is agreeing with God. Hallelujah. Now, effective prayers need not be eloquent prayers. Effective prayers can be simple prayers. We speak these things. Not using words that come from human wisdom. Not using words that we learned in school. We speak these things not using words that we learned in school or college. We speak these things not using words that we learn from our culture. We speak these things not using words that are shaped by the environment that we are in. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit. Say, given to us by the Spirit. We speak these things how? Using words given to us by the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2 we read. Let's read that. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit was giving. Say giving. The Spirit was giving. The utterance. So go back to the other verse. Instead we speak words given to us by the Spirit. In tongues, you're using the words 
given to you by the Spirit. So what are you speaking? The things of God, the deep things of God, the things which are freely given to us by God. That's what you're speaking. Hallelujah. So am I saying that you should not pray with your understanding? No, you must pray with your understanding. You can pray with your understanding. This, this teaching is in no way condemning or uh, putting, hushing your prayers with your understanding. You must pray with your understanding. As long as your understanding aligns with the word, the word of God, yes, you can, you must. That's a check. If your understanding is not in align alignment with God's word, then that prayer is not heard in heaven. But we are here talking about the Holy Spirit teaching us that you can rely on this gift of tongues and it gives you an undue benefit, an added advantage, an extra edge in your prayer life. Now one must be hard-hearted or dumb not to understand the clarity with which God's word handles this. Now you have to choose to be hard-hearted towards this, to not understand this. That's how clearly God's word handles this topic. Because he wants you to have this. He wants you to take advantage of this. Now what, what you are you're being taught by the Spirit now will do, the, do either of two things. You know, one, if, you're already have, if you already have the gift of tongues, this teaching must inspire you to use it more lavishly, with more discipline, with more diligence, to cherish it, and to see how it will change the way you live your life. Number two, if you don't have the gift of tongues, this teaching must inspire you to pursue it, to desire earnestly, and to receive from the Lord this gift, so that your life will be changed forever. It should bring either of these two outcomes. One is if you don't have the gift of tongues, the other is if you have the gift of tongues. If you have the gift of tongues, this must inspire you to pursue it more, use it more, be disciplined about it, be diligent about its use. If you don't have the gift of tongues, this teaching must inspire you to pursue it, to desire earnestly, to sit with the Lord, knowing that He will give it to you. And that's what I want you to understand. He will give it to you. He will not withhold. I believe my God is a fair God. He's a fair God. I believe my God is a God who will not withhold anything good from you. I believe my God will give you the desires of your heart if you delight in Him. I, go, I believe that my God is not partial. He's impartial. I believe my God is no respecter of persons. And I believe everything written in God's word is true. It's specific. There's no changing. Hallelujah. And if you do not have the gift of tongues and if you're choosing not to have it hereafter, then pages of this book will become irrelevant to you. Let me give you perspective. If you don't have the gift of tongues and if you are deciding not to pursue it hereafter, no, you don't want it. Then pages of this book 
verses of this this book that you claim to believe in will become irrelevant to you superfluous to you does not make sense to you or do you think that's god's plan for you now all these scriptures that we considered it is not god's will that it is superfluous and see god will not treat anybody like that he will not treat anybody like that he will not say okay this part of the bible is for you to understand this part of the bible is for you to follow that part of the bible is not for you this part of the bible is only for pastors this part of the bible is only for apostles no how stupid can we become that's not the god that we serve second timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 just to give you understanding second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 it says all scripture is inspired by god and profitable for teaching all scripture is inspired by god and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training in righteousness so that the man of god may be adequate equipped for every good work that's the purpose of god's word so if some parts of god's word are like okay i don't have the gift of tongues so it does not apply to me no the bible says all scripture is inspired by god is profitable for you it must profit you so the bible says tongues are for personal edification it must be relevant to you and the only way it can be relevant to you is by having the gift of tongues and by using the gift of tongues when the bible says if anyone speaks in tongues he speaks mysteries to god that scripture must become relevant to you that will be, become relevant to you only if you are applying the gift of tongues or using the gift of tongues you cannot ignore this spiritual gift i want to drive this across to you you cannot ignore this gift you cannot belittle this gift you cannot do without this gift you need this gift a lot of confusion surrounds this topic because of not understanding god's word and paul dedicated almost three chapters to talk about spiritual gifts and you all will agree with me that paul is one of the greatest apostles of all times he wrote how much how much of the bible give me the correct ratio 60% of the new testament samajhe ha huh? 13 number of books you were talking about 13 books okay if somebody can check that up that's how many how many books that he's written and we all agree that this man was used of god powerful every word is weighty full of revelations what do you think gave him that extra advantage over the others he reveals it I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. The secret God's revelation for you. God's revelation for you. And you're wondering why is Paul so special? How could God use him so much? How could he write so much of scripture? How come his writings are part of canon? I'll tell you why. The man had revelation. You know why? Because he spoke in tongues more than all his peers. 
And he reveals that in, in his word. I thank the Lord that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Now Paul dedicated this three chapters and it can, it can seem to be spiritually immature. It can seem to the spiritually immature that Paul is prescribing, um, what's the word? He's prescribing a ration. He's prescribing a ration in the, in the, in the use of tongues. Like, you know, use it in small quantities. Paul is not doing that. Paul is not trying to restrict the prayer in tongues. Now all those guidelines mentioned in his writings about the gift of tongues is with regards to ministering to others in public. I hope you will get this. All those restrictions or those um, guidelines that prescriptions that he puts in God's word is about ministering to others in public with the gift of tongues. So he said, if I come to you, what does he say? If I come to you speaking in tongues, how will it profit you unless somebody interprets it? So what is the context? I coming to you Speaking in tongues, ministering to you in tongues, it will not profit you. It will not profit you unless somebody interprets what I spoke in tongues. Paul did not say speaking in tongues will not profit you. He did not say that. Neither did he say do not use tongues in public. He did not say that. Are you with me? Yes. He did not say don't use tongues in public. That's not what he said. He did not say you must control the use of tongues. He did not say that. But Paul said earnestly desire spiritual gifts. And Paul said do not forbid to speak in tongues. And Paul thanked the Lord that he speaks in tongues more than all of them. Like I said, prayer is much more than about receiving. It's much more than about asking and receiving. Prayer is about, the dynamics of prayer is about getting your inner man in order. Strengthening your inner man. Setting fire. Setting your inner man on fire for the Lord. That's what prayer is about. Because your inner man has to be strengthened. And if he is strengthened, you have so much advantage. Your inner man can control everything about your life and your surroundings. The capacity of your inner man is such that it can control. He can control everything about your life. Everything about your surroundings. But you don't know that. Because you play with the, the brain up here. Now when you speak in tongues diligently, you can, this is what tongues can do to you. Okay, let me, let me tell you the practical results of speaking tongues. You pray in tongues diligently, applying discipline to it, regularly. 
lavishly you know what it can do to you you will end up being in the right place at the right time you will end up meeting the right person it set things in order for you praying tongues will set things in order angels move when you pray in tongues heavenly alignment takes place when you pray in tongues you have no idea what you prayed for in your wisdom you cannot even fathom what you prayed for but you prayed and god heard you prayed the spirit of god searched the depths of god and found the thing that you are praying about Amen. now some of you may be praying in tongues for somebody in this church to have a a new house you might be praying in tongues not even knowing that the person wants a new house you might be praying in tongues for somebody to have a breakthrough and that person because you prayed in tongues you know that when you pray in tongues when you pray in the spirit you're making supplication for all the saints that's what the bible says you're making supplication for all the saints you must be so selfish if you don't pray in tongues you know why because you're always praying with your understanding you're praying only for yourself lord give me this give me that bless me bless my family always that's your prayer but when you pray in tongues you might be praying for the person next to you you might be praying for the person behind you you might be praying for the person whose name you don't even know the other side of the of the of the globe a believer a saint who's in need of something and you're praying in tongues is blessing is making a way that's why i said you must be so selfish not to pray in tongues when you pray in the spirit that's what can happen because your inner man is strengthened so much that you're not worried about yourself at all you are so edified within that you pray for others you pray for the church you pray for the needs of other saints you pray so selflessly you don't know what you don't know about it you have no idea about it because you are edified so much in the spirit this is what happens when you pray in tongues hallelujah and when you pray in tongues words that you never premeditated will flow out of your lips enabling you to speak such wisdom and power i've experienced this so much just pray in tongues no premeditation no preparation and you when when you face with a with a in a context a circumstance which required of you to speak something so wisely so profoundly with confidence it happens you know why because you prepared yourself by praying in the spirit hallelujah thank you jesus first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 i'm going to read three scriptures and i'm going to close three verses and i'm going to close first corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2 for one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to god but no one understands but in a spirit he speaks mysteries verse 4 one who speaks in a tongue 
edifies himself but the one who prophesies edifies the church verse 14 for if i pray in a tongue my spirit prays but my mind is unfruitful amen at this season and if you can just tap into this if you can just give yourself over to this teaching to this revelation just see how the lord is going to shape your future is going to shape your footsteps direct your footsteps for long the church has undermined this gift for long the the church has brooded over confusion concerning this gift the bible does not have any confusion about this there's no confusion about this gift if you open god's word there's no confusion first of all understand this this is for you that's the first step this gift is for you you need this gift and if you have this gift know for know this for sure you must use this gift Hallelujah. There's no limit to the possibilities. There's no limit to the possibilities. The benefits, the advantage for praying in tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Now I desire to I desire that you all speak in tongues. I desire that you all speak in tongues. I desire that you all prophesy. I desire that you all move in the in the spirit. I desire that you all move in healing. Gifts of healings, prophecies, miracles, affecting miracles, supernatural faith, tongues, interpretation of tongues, discernment. is desire the greater gift pursue the greater gift right that's what the bible says pursue the greater gift don't get stuck don't get stuck don't get stuck you are a minister of god these gifts are tools for you it makes it's a, these are like weapons in your hand do not forbid to speak in tongues do not forbid to speak in tongues amen and i want you all to to talk about this freely talk about the gift of tongues even in your family time talk to talk to your children talk to your between husband and wife talk about these things openly speak about these things let the taboo associated with this be broken let's stop treating this as a complicated thing it is not hallelujah thank you jesus let's pray father thank you for your word thank you holy spirit for teaching us and taking us deeper to understand the things which are freely given to us by you your desire for us to know it and the only way we can know the things which are freely given to us the deep things of god 
the only way is by allowing the holy spirit to speak to search and to find out what we desire to move move ahead move up ahead with this gift we desire to use it more lavishly with more diligence we don't want to be igno- ignorant concerning spiritual gifts we don't want to be in a place of not knowing what this is about we want to have this we want to use this Lord, i pray from the young to the old every single person here will pursue it lord and will use it lord they'll always desire earnestly the greater gift the things of the spirit will not be hidden from them but i pray lord that this church will celebrate the gifts of the holy spirit will celebrate will move will cherish the gifts of the holy spirit lord that as a church we will move with discernment and with such power and conviction concerning these things bless every single person father open their eyes open their understanding as they search through scripture to know more to ask the right questions and lord you reveal the answer to every question lord that they have but i pray that you'll continue to urge them to prompt them to go deeper to go deeper thank you lord thank you it is your desire that the, the things of man are replaced by the things of god in our agenda in our pursuits in life help us lord thank you father come at every single person in your hands father everyone who heard this message this teaching i pray lord that you will cause them to be inspired to cherish this gift to value this gift to, to desire for this gift and even possess this gift thank you papa for what you're going to do thank you holy spirit thank you for clarity in your word thank you papa in jesus name we pray amen hello this is nisha dilakush i'm sure this podcast has blessed you Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.